with his back still facing Sunlang, Shulian said. Crimson rain, sword flower. Your Royal Highness, the Crown Prince, Sunlang replied. Shulian finally turned around with a grin. That's the first time I've heard you address me like that. The red-clad youth sat on the mat and adjusted his legs, also grinning. How does it feel? he asked. Shirlian gave it a thought and replied truthfully. It feels a little different from when others call me by that title. How so? Hua Chung asked. Shirlian tilted his head, his eyes squinting a little. It's hard to say, it's just... When others called him Your Highness, it was sometimes emotionless and all business like Ling Wen. But most of the time, when people called him Your Highness, it was laced with a sense of disdain, like intentionally addressing an ugly woman as a beauty, somewhat sarcastic. Yet when Hua Chang called him Your Highness, those two words were uttered with grave sincerity. So while it was hard to describe, Shirlian felt that when Hua Chang called him Your Highness, it felt different from when others called him Your Highness. He continued, That night at Mount Yujin, the groom who took me away was you, right? Seeing Hua Chang's meaningful smirk, Shirlin realized that his words may have meant something else and corrected himself. I meant, the groom in disguise who led me away was you, right? I wasn't disguising myself as a groom, Hua Chang replied. Technically speaking, Hua Chang wasn't wrong. The young man at the time never said that he was a groom or anything. In fact, he didn't say a thing at all. He only stopped in front of the marriage sedan and extended his hand. It was Shirlian who went with him willingly. Fine, then why did you appear at the time? Shirlian asked. This question has two answers, Hua Chang said. First, I came especially for your royal highness. Secondly, I was passing by and was free. Which do you think is more believable? Shirlian counted the number of days Hua Chang had spent with him and replied earnestly. Which is more believable, I can't say. But you really do seem to have a lot of free time. With his left arm holding his right elbow and his right hand propping his chin, Shirlian gave Hua Chang a once-over and nodded, You're quite different from what the rumors say. Hua Chang changed his sitting position, but still with the hand propping up his cheek, he watched Shirlian and said, Oh, and how did you find out that it's me? The image of that umbrella dripping with blood, that gentle clinking silver chain, and the cold silver vambrace filled Shirlian's mind. He thought, it's not like you were trying very hard to hide yourself. But when words dropped from his lips, they became something else. He said in a serious voice, even after all the probing, you gave nothing away, so you must be a supreme. You're dressed all in red like the maple, like blood, and seem knowledgeable of everything, capable of everything, 
and know no fear. Such a disposition, other than that crimson rain sought flower, that all of heaven fears, there doesn't seem to be any other candidate. Hua Chang laughed. Shall I take those words as a compliment? Can't you tell that they're compliments? Shulian thought. Sparing so many words, how come your royal highness doesn't question my motive in coming close to you? Hua Chang asked, his smile curved somewhat. If you don't want to say anything, if I asked, would you tell? Or you might not tell me the truth, Shulian said. That's not necessarily true. Besides, you can always kick me out, Hua Chang replied. Shulian said, you are so powerful. If I kicked you out right now, if you really wanted to do something bad, wouldn't you just change skin and come back? The two were staring at each other, grinning, when just then, a small knocking noise broke the temporary silence in the shrine. They both looked to where the sound came from, and there wasn't anyone, only that small black clay pot rolling on the ground. It was the same pot that Baniwe was tucked into. Shirlian had placed it next to the mat, but somehow it had tipped itself over and rolled to the door. Blocked by the wooden door bowled by Hua Chang, it started hitting the door by rolling to it repeatedly. Shirlian was worried that it might break itself, so he opened the door and the little clay pot rolled itself to the grass field outside. Shirlian followed behind it and saw that once the little clay pot made it to the grass field, it stood itself up. Even if it was only a pot, it gave the sense that it was gazing at the night sky. Hua Chang also emerged from the shrine and Shirlian called out to the pot, Ban Yue, are you awake? Good thing that when they returned from the Gobi Desert, it was already deep into the night. Otherwise, if anyone should see Shirlian ask how a pot was doing, they would probably throw a fit. A moment later, the sulky voice of a young girl came from the pot, General Hua. Shirlian sat down next to it and soothed. Banyue, have you come out to stargaze? Why don't you come out of the pot? Hua Chang was leaning against a tree next to them and said, she only just left the Banyue ruins. It's probably best if she stays in there a while longer. Shirlian thought that that advice was sound. After all, Banyue had been stuck in Banyue for 200 years. The sudden change of pace might be too hard to adjust to. Then you best stay in there and heal. This is where I cultivate. You don't have to worry about anything. Don't think about those soldiers and that general anymore, Shirlian said to her. The pot shook twice, as if trying to say something. After chewing on his words, Shirlian spoke up again. Banyue, the incident this time actually didn't concern you. Your scorpion snakes were... General Hua... I couldn't move at the time, but I heard everything, Banyue said gloomily. Shirlian stopped. Only then did he learn that Pei Su only sealed Banyue's movement 
but not her senses. Just as well, he said. Since she had heard everything, then just as well. The clay pot asked General Hua what will happen to General Pei Jr. Shulian crossed his arms inside his sleeves. I don't know, but mistakes will always be punished. There was another moment of silence, and the pot shook twice, and Shirlian finally understood that it was nodding in agreement. General Pei Jr. is actually not a bad person, Banyue said. Is that right? Shirlian asked. Hmm, Banyue replied. He's helped me before. Somehow, Shirlian's mind was suddenly filled with many more things. Banyue often received beatings. By the words of the other young Ahn children, she had a face that asked for it. It was a long time after Shirlian had known her before he learned of it too, since no matter how much beating Banyue received, she wouldn't tell anyone. It was only one day when Shirlian saw a group of children pressing her face into the mud that he learned where all those bruises on her face came from. But after a while, when he asked her about it, she only remembered that she had to wash the handkerchief from the boy who pulled her out of the mud pit before returning it, and she recalled nothing else. She remembered no one who beat her. The ones who had saved her once, she remembered for a lifetime. Banyue continued, Although Kamor always said that he'd confounded my mind, that I had been completely used. Whether he used me or not, it was my own will to open the fortress gates. Shulian didn't know what to say anymore, but somewhere in his heart, he felt a softness. A moment later, he patted that clay pot. All right, it's all in the past. Oh, by the way, Banyue, the name Hoshia is fake and I haven't been a general for a long time. You don't have to keep calling me General Hua anymore. Then how should I address you? Banyue asked. That was actually a good question. If Banyue also called him Your Highness in a serious tone, it would feel weird. Shirlian didn't really care about his address either. He just wanted to change the subject. That's up to you, he said. I suppose it's okay if you keep calling me General Hua. Only, there's another one here surnamed Hua, so that might cause some confusion. But then he thought Hua Xie was a fake name he took from the first word of the title Flower-Crowned Martial God. So Hua Cheng might very well be a fake name too. That they both coincidentally picked the same surname was rather amusing. I'm sorry, General Hua, Banyue said again. Shirlian turned back to look at her and said woefully, Banyue, why are you always apologizing to me? Did he really look that pitiful to people? From within the pot, Banyue stated, I want to save the common people. Shirlian didn't say anything. General Hua, you said that once, Banyue said. Shirlin hurriedly pressed down on the clay pot. Wait, hold on a second. Wait for what? 
Ban Yue asked. Shirlin took a peek at Hua Chang, who was still leaning against the tree with his arms crossed, and said in a low voice, Did I really say that? Those words were his favorite saying when he was only in his teens. In the many hundreds of years after, he shouldn't have uttered them at all. He couldn't believe it. But Banyue was full. General, those were your words. Shirlian still wanted to fight them. I don't think so. Banyue told him sternly and coldly, Oh no, you did say them. There was one time you asked all of us what we wanted to do when we were older. Everyone answered, and after you said, My dream was to save the common people. So that was it. Shirlin used his hand to cover his entire forehead. Um, Banyue, why would you remember so clearly something that I so randomly said? Banyue was confused. Random, but General Hua, I had thought that those words were said very earnestly. Shirlin raised his head to gaze at the night sky, feeling helpless. Really? Maybe. I don't remember whatever else I might have said, he responded. You also said, do what you think is right, Banyue told him. Nothing can block your way. Even if you fall into rotten mud a hundred times, you must get up with determination. There's a lot of things that you said that are like this. There was a soft chuckle. Shirlin didn't need to look back to know that it was definitely Hua Chung under the tree who had heard and laughed. Even smothering the pot now wouldn't help, and Shirlian thought inwardly. What nonsense. Why did I keep saying those kind of things? I'm nothing like that at all, am I? But I don't know what's right anymore, Banyue said. Shirlian froze. I wanted to do as General Hua said and save the people. But in the end, I destroyed the kingdom of Banyue. Her voice was lost, and it seemed that no matter what I'd do, the results were all horrible. General Hua, I know that I didn't do things right, but can you tell me where I went wrong? What should I do in order to do as you've said and save the common people? I'm sorry, Banyue, Shirlin replied. The question of how to save the common people. I didn't know the answers back then. And even now, I still don't. Banyue was silent for a moment, then said dejectedly, General Hua, to be honest, it feels like the past 200 years, I've had no idea of what I've been doing. What a failure. Hearing her, Shirlian became more depressed, thinking, doesn't that make me more of a failure? That I've lived 800 years for nothing? Shirlin left Banyue, the little ghost, in the pot to stargaze alone to calm down and went back inside Puchi Shrine with Hua Chang. After closing the door, Shirlin suddenly spoke up. Banyue remained at the Banyue Pass willingly. It wasn't because she became a savage that she was trapped there. She had always remembered that it was her who opened the fortress gate and had never used any such excuse, like she was doing it for the people. 
It was to help the Banyue soldiers to vent their resentment so that they could leave this world sooner that she allowed Kermor to lead them to murder her over and over again. Shirlian shook his head. If General Pei Jr. really didn't want to leave those Banyue soldiers behind and didn't want the heavens to find out either, he could very well send a clone to secretly descend to take care of them. Why did he have to use that method? Clones don't have the same amount of power, Hua Chung said. You saw how Pei Su's clone, Ajao, was. He couldn't take care of so many Banyue soldiers. So feeding them the living was the fastest and easiest way to disperse their resentment. Why did it have to be so fast? Shirlin wondered. Maybe it's so your little friend Banyue wouldn't hang so painfully as many times, Hua Chang replied. Shirlian was silent for a moment. Then what about those mortals? he asked. Hua Chang replied quietly. They're heavenly officials. Of course, a mortal's life is nothing but an ant's life in their eyes. Pei Su is a classic high-ranking god. As long as it wasn't discovered, killing a few hundred people was no different than stomping a few hundred ants to death. Shirlian glanced at him and recalled that when San Lang jumped into the sinner's pit, he wiped out all the Banyue soldiers in a flash. He turned to him and said, Clones don't have the same amount of power. I see that your clone is pretty powerful. Hua Chang arched his brow. Of course, but I'm the real thing. Shirlin turned to look at him, surprised. This is your true form? 100% authentic. Hua Chang declared. If anything must be blamed, it would have to have been how Hua Chang looked as if he was welcoming Shirlian to test it out himself. Without thinking, Shirlian raised a finger and poked Hua Chang's face. After poking, Shirlian came to in shock and yelped, oh no, in his head. He was only curious to see what a supreme ghost king's fake skin would feel like but apparently his body moved faster than his mind and poked him. What a disgrace. To have someone suddenly poke him, Hua Chang looked somewhat shocked too, but he was always calm and collected, so his expression cleared instantly. He didn't say anything, but his raised brows went even higher, as if waiting for Shirlian to explain, and the laughter in his eyes remained. Shirlian couldn't explain himself. He looked down at his own finger, hid it away, and casually said, Not bad. Hua Chang finally burst out laughing and crossed his arms with his head tilted. What's not bad? Do you mean the skin? It's very well made, Shirlian said. But, but what? Hua Chang asked. Shirlian stared at his face and studied it for a moment then finally said, but can I see your real face? This time, Hua Chang didn't respond immediately and dropped his arms. Maybe it was all in Shirlian's head, but Hua Chang's eyes darkened slightly and Shirlian's heart tightened in spite of himself.